From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and what a guest today. Brennan Metzler is joining us. Uh, after a lot of filming for Warren Miller, getting ready for the premiere, Brennan, it's awesome to hear your voice. <laughs> Good morning, George. Great to speak with you. So that had to be an incredibly exciting time for you. Tell us about getting asked to go on the shoot and then just, you know, everything involved with getting out there. I got a phone call from Nick Heron at uh, five in the morning. I was in China coaching snowboarding at the time and I see on the phone, it's Nick Heron. And I'm like, oh, probably should answer this one. Uh, it, it's the phone and. Nick's talking a mile a minute, like, hey, I might have something pretty cool for you. Um, are you available, you know, whatever, July 20th to the first week of August or something, and maybe in South America. And he tells me what we're doing. And then at the end of the phone call, because there's still some things to be confirmed, I'm sure, on the business side and everything, he goes, oh, but Brennan, uh, don't get your hopes up. You know, don't uh, <laughs> hope I didn't get your hopes up too much, because this might not happen. After he basically told me I might get this dream shot of, traveling to South America and flying around on helicopters and filming and <laughs> working with Francesca. And uh, yeah, two weeks after I got asked, I was on the plane to South America and it was just a wild ride from there. So you're in China when you get this call. Two weeks later, you're on a flight to South America to be filmed in a Warren Miller movie. I mean, we're kind of talking person who slides on snow's major dream coming true. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, um, uh, as I've been speaking to family and friends about the trip to, to South America, the phrase like living a dream comes up and, you know, we use that a lot in our profession, like, Oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm living the dream, you know, or oh, it's been a dream. And, and I think we mean it, but I, I'm pretty sure I literally lived a dream in South America. It was just one of those. You just took in every second of it. And, enjoyed the surroundings and the people because it was such a just wild environment, you know, just being around who we were around and being in those tall peaks and yeah, shooting in front of cameras and riding powder. And <laughs> it's pretty much uh, what I look up to in, in free rides, snowboarding and skiing. I, I got to tap into and, um, and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> it was so cool. So sliding in China, riding on the Andes and you know, that, that kind of takes <laughs> us back to Kansas City. And Kansas City's really yeah. more known for great barbecue, barbecue sauce, and now Brennan Metzler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I'd i like to think I'm the best snowboarder uh, in Kansas City, but uh, I actually know several other coaches who are uh, insanely good. So um, I'd like to say maybe I'm the second or the third best snowboarder from Kansas City, you know, and I'll, I'll accept that. That's pretty good. <laughs> so tell us about that though. How did you start riding and, and get from Kansas to where you are now? Yeah, it's, it's television's fault. <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw the Olympics on TV in 1994. I watched the downhill with Tommy Moe and Herman Meyer. And, uh, you know, I'm 10 years old at the time and I'm, I can't think of many things that are more inspiring to a 10 year old than seeing like, you know, humans go 80 miles an hour downhill on skis and jump hundreds of feet. And, you know, I just instantly was like, I, I want to do that, you know? And I went to my dad and dad, I'm going to do that. And my dad was a skier growing up and he kind of put it on hold for family life. So he made a deal with me. He said, Hey son, if you stop getting in trouble at school and, <laughs> you know, learn to be quiet at school, I'll take you out to the local ski hill and 
you know, a couple of weeks later, we went out to our little local um, hill up north of Kansas City, Snow Creek, Missouri. Got to give them a call out. And uh, I got to slide downhill for the first time. And that was 1993. And soon after, we started taking family ski trips to Colorado. And it just kept going and going and going. And uh, next thing you know, you're in Colorado full time as an adult. So, Brennan, tell us, you, you were saying, you know, you started going uh, to Colorado on visits and and then you got out there full time. What was it that really drew you out to to make the commitment to do this full time? Right. I I wish I could tell you it was something selfless, you know, like giving back and, and sharing the sport, because I think for me, <laughs> those things happen more over time. But initially it was like, I want to go snowboard <laughs> as much as I can. And I had worked in an outdoor camp in Colorado and I was basically biding time till the snow fell. And uh, I ended up working at Keystone Resort because they had night skiing. And in my like calculation, I was like, oh, so I can snowboard all day and teach snowboarding and be on my snowboard and get paid to snowboard. And then I can go night skiing <laughs> um, and get my own turns in. And that was what did it for me was basically this, this sure thing that I can be in my snowboard boots, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. And, um, yeah, then you start doing it and you realize how much fun it is. And, you know, you start getting certified and like, oh, there's all this knowledge. And it's like, wait, this knowledge is helping me be a better snowboarder and be a better teacher. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you, you keep going down the line and all of a sudden a couple of years in, it's like, uh oh, like I'm really <laughs> kind of hooked. Um, not just because <laughs> I get to snowboard, but because I get to snowboard with people and, you know, we get to do this thing every day. That's, that's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been 11 years in the blink of an eye. So I'm, I'm grateful that all those kind of chance things happened and that that calculation early on of, I want to snowboard for a living and I just want to snowboard all day kind of worked out down the line. So you're doing what you love and all of a sudden you get this call that you're going to have the opportunity to take part in a film. And what was that like when you got to the Andes and you're up in a helicopter and they're saying, all right, Brennan, we want you to do this. I was talking with Francesca uh, yesterday about the same thing where I was thinking, gosh, you know, in, in a, uh, a regular movie, you're given lines and some direction and told, here's what we want to see out there. It's here's a line. Go do it. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you, you find out you're going down to film and you're on fire. You're so excited. You get to be in a ski film, which is just, you know, like I, I look up to people who are in ski films. I'm still, I still watch them each year to, to be inspired. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be in one. Okay. And sure. There's some nerves and some anxiety too, because you're like, wow, I really want to represent, you know, snowboarding well and instructing well. And, you know, I want to represent big mountain riding well. And so you're like, you're up there and you're fired up and, in my mind, it was like, yeah, we'll probably do some warm-up laps, feel out the snow, and then we'll set up a shot, and we'll get to we'll look at it first, and we'll know what we're doing. And all of a sudden, we step out of a helicopter straight out of Santiago, like we flew from the city to the mountains, jump out of a helicopter, and in the first hundred yards, they're already filming. They're like, okay, you're going to ride right there, and because the light's perfect and the snow's perfect, and go. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I haven't snowboarded in a few days legs a little heavy <laughs> and there's a hundred thousand dollar camera pointed at me shooting 300 frames a second <laughs> and it's like all right let's do this and, uh it's funny that's all in your head but the second you drop in you just you know you go snowboard you ski and you do your best with uh with what's in front of you and uh you know that was the fun of it was 
there's a performance piece for sure. And I cannot speak highly enough of the team we had that produced shots out there. And and I think that was like maybe what Fran was talking about as well is you go out there and your job is to produce images that will resonate with an audience. And to do that requires, <laughs> oftentimes it's really not the snowboarding and the skiing that's like the fickle part of it or the complex part of doing it. It's the light, it's the snow conditions, the background. And our filmers are just legends at setting up shots that make you look like a hero on the film. So they do all the hard work and then, you know, you get a radio call up like, Hey, we're ready for you. Go make those turns where we talked about. And you're like, okay, and you make your turns and <laughs> they've done all the hard work. You get to go ride powder and then <laughs> they capture the shot. And, uh, <laughs> and that's kind of how it worked for, for 10 or 11 days was we just worked our way around the Andes, finding the right light, the right snow, um, places where we could, you know, make movement that, that hopefully will pop when it gets on the big screen. And how many, so you did that for 10, 11 days uh, but what was a, it's hard to say the word typical, but what was a day like during the filming? Uh, how early were you up? How long were you up? Yeah. So the day it was open, <laughs> I say open to close. I mean, <laughs> sun up to sundown, uh, we were filming. And I think that was a really kind of cool piece. And part of our little team dynamic was at all times there was potential to you know, capture shots and visuals that could matter for the segment. So whether we were dry, if you were driving from, you know, the, from Santiago up to Portillo resort, or if we're having breakfast and something happened, it was like, there could always be a camera out. So while our typical day was, yeah, you know, wake up at, at sunrise and grab, <laughs> grab some coffee and some breakfast and then get ready to either get, you know, get on the heli or if we we're on Portillo to load the lifts. Um, we just kept on producing shots and capturing shots you know, until, until the sun went down and there wasn't a chance to have the light we needed. And so they were long days in terms of hours, but they were, you know, blink of an eye because you were always doing something, whether it was snowboarding or, you know, interviewing or going to the local market and capturing shots there to get some of the Andean culture, and, you know. Um, yeah, they were, they were pretty big days, but in the coolest way possible. So do you now have a SAG card, Screen Actors Guild? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if they uh, if they give those out to the, the skiing snowboard athletes yet, but I'm waiting for the call so I can uh, <laughs> I can move around Hollywood now. <laughs> what was for you? I, I don't want to say the best time, but maybe the most memorable time. I mean, sir, there is yeah. I, this is tons of dozens of moments that stick out as you know, like oh, I want to remember that for the rest of my life because that was so so cool um but there's there's a couple that that stick out it was the first helicopter ride um was amazing because i'd never been in a helicopter before which was great by the way loading a helicopter on camera we had like drones flying around and you know like a a camera set up and i'm trying to act like totally normal and like yeah you know like oh i get on helicopters all the time and it was so amazing we flew off the top of a building and you know they the helicopter picks up and you're like, it feels like flying. And then just dove over the side of the building to gain speed and to make it look good for the cameras. And it went from <laughs> zero to hundred miles an hour in a couple of seconds. And 100%, I was loving it. It was, it was an absolute roller coaster ride. And that was, that was too much fun. So I loved playing around in the helicopter. Yeah. That was something I'd love to, <laughs> to do again at some point in my life. And then um, from a snowboard standpoint, 
there was one run at the very end of the trip, the last thing that we filmed um, of myself, where I had hiked up a, a shoot next to Portillo Resort, and I didn't know it was going to get filmed. It was kind of my own send-off. Like, we'd already kind of wrapped production and gotten enough action shots, and the photographers, videographers were doing other things, and they happened to see me hiking up the shoot, and they kind of radioed over, like, hey, Brendan, is that, you know, is that you over there? And Yeah, yeah, what's going on? They're like, it looks really cool from here. We want to we want to film you, but you got to, you know, hustle to the top and cause the light's going to go. And so I'm running up this shoot, you know, crampons <laughs> on and, uh, you know, use my snowboard as a ladder and just moving as fast as I can. And I strap in up there and I'm looking and you can see the whole resort. It's kind of like sun's going down and I'm getting sentimental. I'm like, wow, this is the last time, you know, uh, for the shoot that we're going to be filming and get the call to drop in and I get to ride, you know, 500 bird of amazing powder through the shoot. And I come out the bottom and, you know, the filmers over the radio are hollering and I can hear <laughs> this happens to be like a mile across from a restaurant. And I hear people on the deck cheering and you're like, wow, I feel <laughs> kind of feel like a rock star right now. Like that doesn't happen much when you come out of a line. Like, <laughs> thanks, everyone. And it just I mean, it brought it all together. Just how cool of an experience it was to go down there and to to work with Warren Miller and to film and to kind of share snowboarding and instructing um, with that audience. And, yeah, to get to ride like a relatively steep shoot that uh it ended up making it in the trailer so i was kind of proud of that and you know I'm, I'm pretty sure it's getting used in the movie was was just cool it just it really was it was so cool uh, brennan what was the interest from warren miller in bringing in uh psi asi members yeah so with warren miller passing away last november um the idea is that each of the segments in the movie connect to kind of part of his life or the the story of Warren Miller entertainment and Warren Miller got to start instructing at sun Valley, Idaho. That's what he did first on snow. Like he went out there for, I want to say two winners or maybe three winners and just instructed and lived out of his car in the, in the parking lot in Idaho winter. Um, you know, what would it be 70 years ago? And his first ski movies were all of instructors. Um, at that time, you know, the best skiers in the mountain. And I'd like to say still some of the best skiers in the mountain were the instructors. You know, you had the Austrians and the Swiss and the Americans, and he would just go out and film them being them and share that with audiences. So it was a pretty natural transition um, this year to be like, well, we should you know, probably tip the hat to instructing again, which was a part of Warren's life and something that he enjoyed capturing over the years and sharing with audiences. And, um, you know, one thing led to another and the right people kind of happened to run into each other. And <laughs> next thing you know, yeah, Fran and I got the call to, to go south and, and be in front of the camera. And what's the name of the movie? The name of the movie is Face of Winter. And it is being released and, when? Uh, it is being released October 13th, 14th in, uh, in kind of on a national film tour for a few months. And then I'm sure it'll be out on uh, iTunes and the usual platforms online after that. And premieres in Portland, Oregon. Any chance we're going to be seeing you make some premiere showings? I sure hope so. It'll be cool to be out there and be part of that energy and helping people get excited for winter. You know, that's, that's what they're all about. The premieres is just getting people into the theater and getting them back into winter mode and ready to, to kind of make their own movie in their mind when they get back on the snow. Cause that's, <laughs> I think we're all kind of like that. When we get on snow, we like to think we look as good as, you know, some of the movie parts over the years. So yeah, I hope to make the premieres and participate in that kind of that tradition. And hopefully see you around Colorado at some of the showings as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. If you are in Colorado and listening to this, uh, pretty much November 1 to November 20th, there's shows all around the state and there's giveaways and the industry shows up. So come on down and see us, whether it's a front range show or up in the mountains. Um, it's great to, uh, to see everyone out there. Brennan, thanks so much. Your enthusiasm just comes through in every word you're saying. I love it. George, thanks for the, uh, for the interview. Always great talking. From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Thanks so much for listening to First Chair.